Ox and Hare presents, in association with True Story FM, the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. Today's adventure, Tea Time for Philanderers. I'm here. Call off the search party. You were gone so long, we were starting to get worried. I got waylaid by a chatty businessman. Nothing untoward, I hope. Not to me, but he was bragging about an affair he was having. Really? Right here on the train? Yeah. I mean, do what you need to do, but don't expect a pat on the back from me, fella. But you were able to acquire everything on the list? Down to the specific brand of butter. Ladies, tea is served. Ah, this is liquid rejuvenation pouring right down my throat. Nothing like a cup of mariage Ferrer. I've always wanted to ask this, but what's your thing about tea? I mean, neither of you are from England, so why the tea time? We refer to it as le goûter, but you are correct. It's something we picked up during our time in England. When were you in England? Let me think. Um, I don't recall the year, but it was right before our engagement. I'd gotten a letter from the all-rounder. The who now? The all-rounder. He's one of London's protectors. The United Kingdom was spread quite thin in those days. So many little wars all over the globe had pulled most of the defenders of the Isle away. He put us up at his estate, and we stayed for a little over a year. In separate bedrooms, of course. Unfortunately, yes. Hush now. Goldie, I'll have you know Zinnia followed all the proper rules of courtship. You did? Really? You? Well, I may have bent a rule here and there, (laughs) but it was important to my saffron, so it was important to me. And I knew the prize at the end was worth any amount of trouble along the way. Now, was this before or after the hyenas? How does she know about them? Saffron, what have you been telling her? You were gone a long time. Conversations happened. And what stories have you spun? I told her about how we met. About the HMS Olympic and about Bart. And how your passion for me was so great. You threw the rules of polite society aside and kissed me in the moonlight. That's not quite how I remember it. I seem to recall you showing up at my cabin late in the night, half-dressed, the flame of passion in your eyes. My fiancé was consorting with a notorious criminal. But you did not know that then. What was it you were about to confess before I pulled you inside? That you... Dreamed of my eyes, wanted to touch my hair, feel my soft skin. I... 
I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Oh my gosh, are you blushing? <laughs> what? No. It's the tea. It's very hot. It's caused me to flush, that's all. Where were we? London. Is that where you got married? <laughs> if only. What was your wedding like? Ooh, that is uh, a story for another time. Come on! No, no, no. It deserves a proper telling and I simply do not have the energy. But that does not mean that our story time is over. I wish to know more about what transpired while I was away. You mean kidnapped. Goldie. What? It's no use tiptoeing around it. They took you and we're going to make them pay. Show some courtesy. No, no. Our first right word is correct. Denying what happened only gives power to our enemies. We should call a club a club, yes? Close enough, my love. Did you see that? See what? Something in white just went past the outside window. Probably just a bird. But it was going opposite the wind. So uh, tell me what I missed. Well, let's see. Because we ended up shipboard, our search didn't start as soon as I wished it would have. We finally managed to jump ship at Genoa. Oh, you didn't run into La Superba, did you? Oh, thank goodness, no. That's a conversation I was happy to avoid. We managed to book passage and started our hunt. I'll spare you the red herrings along the way. Who are the red herrings? Nobody. Well, nobody I've heard of. She means the false leads. No herrings of any color were involved. But there were some pretty mean cuttlefish. Right. We were crossing the Mediterranean and we found an uncharted island. Only it wasn't an island at all. What was it? A ship made of coral. It was created by this group called the Crustacean Nation. They'd been attacking ships with their giant sea creatures. I never really understood if they found the huge cuttlefish or made them like that. Huh, that's a good question. I suppose we should have asked. So what happened? Did you battle them? Sword against claws. <laughs> no, uh, we managed to talk them down and gave them candy. Did you say candy? Yeah, I, I don't feel like we're telling this story well. They've been living on seaweed and fish and hadn't had anything from the surface world. They were more hungry than evil. I was thinking about introducing them to the wonders of seared steak. But Goldie had another idea. I just picked up a bag of red bird peppermint puffs, they're my favorite, and offered them to the group. And they loved them, of course. Which, by the way, Saffron, you still owe me a bag. Of course. And they were so taken with the sweets, they let us go. We managed to open trade negotiations with them instead of, I don't know, creating a group of sugar addicts bent on raiding local communities for sweets. At least I hope so. We might want to look in on that. Now we'll make a note of it. What else? Uh, let me think. <gasps> we dueled the Titanic triplets in Tripoli on top of a teetering temple. You fought the Titanic triplets? Uh, wasn't that impressive. I mean, there were three of them, but they weren't in any way Titanic. Oh, that was where Saffron taught me that thing where you roll across your partner's shoulders to get to their other side. 
her sword work has come a long way in a short time. Oh, go on. You know who she should see. Carmen Crimson! Exactly. We met her. She's awesome. She was instrumental in helping us track you down. She would like to see you again. And I, her. Oh, this must have been expensive, or this travel. I would have paid any cost to find you again. Are you using a declaration of love to tell me that we are poor again? No. After the Crustacean Nation sank our ship, we got picked up by the anti-pirate. Did you say the anti-pirate? Yep, that's what he called himself. His English was not terrific. Ah, yes. Tarek Tennis Roofed, captain of the Canary Current. He was kind enough to provide passage, and in return, we helped fight any pirates we came across. Like the Barbary Bandits, which led us to Carmen Crimson. And I think we've just looped. Sorry, dearest. It's been a whirlwind of a time, and I haven't had a chance to collect my thoughts into any kind of narrative. It is understandable. And uh, I thank you for uh, attempting to fill me in. That time I saw it too. So what? The white shape out the window. Oh, let me take a look. Oh, that's what I was afraid of. What's going on? The man you mentioned, the one who was cheating on his spouse and bragging about it. Seems you weren't the only one he told. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Is he in danger? Very much so. He caught the attention of La Belle Dame Sans Merci. Uh, the who now? They're a cult of, uh, a team that... Actually, we don't really know what they are. But what we know is what they hate. Men cheating on their wives. Oddly, they don't seem to take any action when the affair goes the other way. But that's a mystery for another day. So we have to save the philanderer? If by we, you mean Zinnia and I, then yes. Uh, what? I have to stay behind? Unfortunately. Uh, even after all we've done? All the battles we've been in? I trust your skills, Goldie. But battling revenge-crazed ghost women on top of a moving train in the dark? Um, that's beyond even your abilities. But not beyond ours. Keep the tea warm. We'll be back soon. With more stories, I hope. It has been a wonderful and strange life. I'm happy to share our tales, especially the ones involving my beautiful wife. Oh, stop you. Come, dear heart, let us save this man of indiscretion. I've been spoiling for a proper fight. Then let's not keep them waiting. After you. Help! Please, someone help me! Well, since you asked so nicely... What's this? When I asked for help, I meant the constabulary, not a lady dressed for a masquerade ball. Then you're about to be double disappointed. Two of you? I'm Madame Egalité, and this is Madame Liberté. How may we be of assistance? This is my business. I'm sure I can handle myself. Against the legion of women in white dresses that's trying to kill you? How did you know that? Call it women's intuition, or the fact that they're right over there crawling along the roof of the train to get to you? Merciful heavens! 
Indeed, you seem to have run afoul of la belle dame sans merci. And hell has no fury. We've tangled with them before. I should warn you, they tend to be quite tenacious. But it's your lucky day. We're taking you on as a charity case. Charity? We're from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. And while you don't fit our usual qualifications, we're making an exception today. What qualifications? You are not a woman, but we are not holding that against you. Thank you? Now, stand behind us. You two know how to use those swords? Sure. Make sure the sharp part goes onto the other person. Good evening, ladies. Is it to be swords or words tonight? Doesn't matter. You'd lose either way. Hung out. Our season two interlude, Tea Time for Philanderers, was written, directed, and edited by Kyle Olson. Our producer and sound designer is that sonic magician, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Our talent wrangler is the non-compliant Brooke Unverfirth, starring Amy Shaw as Zinnia, Anastasia Plum as Saffron, and Kara Gallo as Golden. Our theme song is written and performed by Headley Knights, and our interstitial music is Intended Force by Kevin McLeod. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at oxandhair so you won't miss the next thrilling adventure. The Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society is an Ox and Hair media production. Old format, new ideas. Music